Hey, everybody, and welcome to the What is this, honey? podcast, where we will be discussing everything from pop culture to reality TV to true crime documentary to my life and everything in between that makes you scratch your head and ask yourself, what is this, honey? Hello, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, I am your host, Brandon, like literally always. And I got my girl, my queen, my boo, Simone. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. House Fives is here, you guys. Yeah. Sorry it's- about last week. I like totally dropped the ball. Like, no, it literally wasn't just you because I had like three collabs that were that could have happened okay yourself last week so i was gonna give the people like a jumbo fun-sized week of podcasts but what happened was i had went to a music festival up in toronto so i was you were doing (laughs) i was tired now if you guys don't know you can go to brandon lashon curry which is my personal instagram I'm not pr- able to promote any of my shit normally, so I'd be on fleek on there, but you can see my looks and my cute little festival vibes. We had a good time. We saw Tiesto and Zed and Sophie Tucker. It was cute. Oh my God, that's so dope. I'm jealous. I haven't been to a music festival forever, honestly. Me either. I think the last time we'd been to one was in like 2017. Really? Yeah, well, when we lived in the city, we used to go just... Every year, we'd go to Electric Zoo and Governor's Ball. And then we traveled to Europe, and we went to one. We went to one in Croatia. We went to Ultra Europe. Oh, wow. How was that? Incredible. So good. No one's getting sick. They don't let kids in. Uh, oh, good. It's at night, so like no one's passing out. You know, some of our friends, they get a little bit, they get a little bit uh, knocked out by the sun dehydrated that was me at the beyonce concert wait most importantly you went to see beyonce oh yeah i went and i saw her in louisville she said she said our concert won um she said our concert won the love on top okay yes because we were singing i was singing my little heart out that night run away these superlatives She was like, y'all won, y'all won. I was like, yeah. That's so good. You know, I'm like the only Black person in America who did not get Beyonce tickets. You have to go. Like, I know she got some shows. Like, you could probably go to like. The other day, he was like, listen, look at, just look at the rest of her tour. Like, just look it up. (laughs) Literally, just like, you have to go. That show was so good. What I absolutely loved what she did was she didn't perform any of her songs that had like had Jay-Z in it or like anything that had to talk had anything to do with talking about men or getting with a man or something with a man. She was not singing it. She was just singing her, you know? Yeah, which is important. It was awesome. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Go down to Kentucky or somewhere and see this damn show, child. Mm-hmm. She already came to Louisville, so Kentucky's out. <laughs> Shit. You literally just said that. You're like, sweetie, you're done. Speaking of, I think- you are done. 
before because like we're gonna do some bravo stuff but i wanted to sprinkle in because i think this might be my only episode this week okay sprinkle in before we hit because we're gonna hit new york we're gonna hit atlanta y'all okay Tory Lanez was sentenced to 10 years in prison for shooting Megan Thee Stallion three years ago. What do we think about it? I'm all for it. I feel like they're making an example out of him. That's what they're doing. Right. I can't imagine the lengths and the bullshit and the fuckery that would come if he did not get, if they did not hold his little ass accountable it would have the the world would have been on fire it just would have been bad it just would have been bad for him there would have been more aggression there would have been like oh the you know team get back Mm -hmm. so like that was really on my my mind i'm glad that you are that you agree because i was definitely so they they made an example out of him because i feel like a lot of rappers do get away with a lot of shit they do it's just the culture it's just the i think if you out there selling drugs mm-hmm. and you're and you doing shit whatever and you get away with selling a little bit of drugs like i'm not going to be mad about that but if you yeah. shoot one of my faves in the foot and just like think you're supposed to get away with it what no no you could have like ended her career that night like it could have hit an artery it could have yeah. like it could have been a career ending thing for her like and that's what people don't understand and i feel like niggas don't understand that either because there are some niggas on there on instagram who are like i don't understand why we're getting mad at uh tory lanes and that it like defending him and i'm just like listen that street so, life shit is for people who steal in the streets these are not street life people these are millionaires yes these are millionaires and like i said this could have been a career ending incident for meg like getting shot in the foot she's a fucking dancer like that's like her whole shtick anyways yeah so we're gonna let him live his life it's also listen it's a it's a it's a good representation of what the criminal justice system can do as far as like he has time to learn something yes to come back into the world as a changed man now hopefully he bring his little ass back here with some goddamn sense (laughs) <laughs> exactly and then we can just sing temperature rising like nothing ever happened like nothing but happened. <laughs> so let's get into our bravo girlies i have a few, some few other things that i'm going to sprinkle throughout because okay was tory lanes and like what is this honey i'm glad your ass is going to prison literally but i do want okay do you watch southern charm i am okay girl i do not watch southern charm okay I never did. That that Catherine Dennis. Oh, God. <laughs> I found out that she was going to be on it. I said, this show is going to do nothing but give me a headache. <laughs> <laughs> Just but, know, people like that, like, you know, you're from, you know, the South. Like, people who, yeah. like, try to say that they're slave-owning family members like it's like sweetie we don't need to, we don't need Weird. to rationalize it or justify it. We just need to own it. It happened. We know what happened. We know the story. There's no reason to tiptoe around it. But the only reason why I brought it up is um, Shep is mm-hmm. dating a black girl. Yeah, I saw. And I was like, you know what? I My sister and I have been saying this too. Shep needed to date a black girl because 
Yes, it will make not, so much better. He will benefit. Yes, he will benefit because he is, he's not like racist or anything. Like his tweets, they're very, very left driven. He's, he's a good dude. Like he's a That's douche. From what I've like, heard from the internet, like he is like Drake. Yeah. Like <laughs> with less money. Like he basically, okay, so this is coming from someone who doesn't watch Southern Charm. Tell me if I'm right. Shit has like family money he owns his own business though that also makes money but he doesn't really have to like work that hard no he doesn't and that's okay because i'm gonna marry him one day and we'll buy a house that man i want to marry shep so bad no you're not you're not gonna marry shep (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna do that (laughs) you and everybody else telling my ass they're like oh nope I promise you, when he breaks up with this girl that he's dating, we will get an interview with her, an exclusive, and she will tell, she will break down case by case of why you this do not. This is why I like this man. And if that's the kind of guy that you are into, we need to have a deeper conversation offline. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just into the the look, the, the... dirty blonde. Like he has black feet underneath because he never wears shoes like he's a white boy with black feet but he just looks like he would just turn you out he just oh, listen, does, does, like on a good night donkey dick yes he looks like his fang is fanging that's the only reason why i'm like well pro chef. like you know you have that bravo liberty that you just unapologetically defend that's me with chef like Wow, you brought that up. I'm trying to think about who who is mine. Like who can do no wrong. Yeah. And like, I don't know who my Bravo person is, but I need to think everyone about has one. Like it'll, it'll, it'll come by. Like she'll come by. I used or, to think it was Erica Jane. I I do. I it used to be Erica Jane. You know? Like I was like, oh, she's very similar. Like she was a young artist. Like she met this like you know man stuff her off her feet they're so in love and then she and then i realized um, you, know, you can do stuff that pissed me off and i had to let you go <laughs> she had yes. <laughs> erica if you're listening like, you really you you betrayed us you betrayed the age gap romance girlies okay she now. did see that's why that's why i really fucked up fucked with her because i was like you know what you just get the age gap shit like Yes, you're making us look crazy. And also, your man's coin is not legit. I know. Uh, you make I'm you just like, girl. It's not good. It's not good. And I'm going to say something. People yeah. do not think that this is like what's happening, but I'm going to be honest with you. Real Housewives of New York, season 14, episode 5, titled Fashionably Absent, was the first filler episode, I think, that we got this season of just like. Yes. Yeah. Yes, a thousand percent. Because I was like, I can just have this on in the background because they just mostly went over Jessel and how much she sucks. And I was like, oh, I can ride that train all day. But is it weird that this, like, Jessel sucking so much and her standing ten toes down on being like a sucky person made me be like, I kind of like Jessel this episode. <laughs> I know she was like, she was like, what? Like I like being treated like a princess. <laughs> oh shit. Okay, so let's just get down to it. So we start the episode in a dark place because I forgot we're picking up from Friendsgiving and Brynn is opening up about how her 
childhood was so devastating and she was neglected and it starts to make more sense now like the stuff that she's saying about how like her dad had had this huge dark past and then as soon as he got his life together he was like bye literally he said i and then all of a sudden popped up and was like hey i have cancer and i'm sorry and you know what i give her props for that because not a lot of people give grace and people need to start giving grace every now and every now and again these days because people are terrible especially if someone Um, you and and they're saying like yes i was wrong i'm sorry because that's someone was like well did he apologize she's like yeah like what am i supposed to do yeah like at the end of the day that is her father and she can do as such as she wants yes and i really do commend her for that and it was really cool seeing her open up about like her at the hair salon last week oh i'm so mad i missed last week because i really wanted to talk about this but um (laughs) i'll just touch on it for a second (laughs) but it was really cool because i have biracial nieces and it was cool seeing bren share her story in her hair journey which is big for black women like hair is i mean just big for black people like our hair is it's what makes us us and what makes our culture and I love that she talked about it and she's not one of those mixed girlies who were like um I don't claim that side like you you know what I'm talking about right well it just like you know people who don't understand like and I have a very very close friend who's um who's first of all from Canada so yeah. have this sort of different approach to like I'm Canadian I'm not Chinese and Italian or you know latin whatever like i'm canadian and that's mm-hmm. something i definitely don't have in america like it's like oh i'm german irish i'm black i'm this i'm you know trailer park trash who knows but i think in this situation yeah you can definitely see that Bryn feels neglected and like bastardized and abandoned by both sides both sides yeah the only refuge that she had was at a black hair salon and she you know yeah it, it all makes sense and so we get to see her kind of be vulnerable which i probably think might be the last time of the season like we're not gonna see that again yeah we're not gonna see that bitch cry again <laughs> <laughs> she was like i'm giving you the tears now and you better fucking appreciate it sweetie we're getting it out now this is all you're gonna get because i'm about to start some shit with some people later in the season <laughs> So that was really nice. And it was really nice to see all the ladies rally around her. Um, mm-hmm. Jessel kind of lets everyone know that she's going to be doing like a cocktail hour. And then Aaron, this is what I fucking, I, Aaron, I'm like, I don't Aaron know. Aaron was I shitty hate. for this. She was shitty for this. I'm like, I don't know if I hate you or I love you, but she's like, oh, you're working. <laughs> that was funny. She was like, well, you told me that you weren't working because of the twins, right? right in her raspy voice and i'm like girl well she just is offended by everything she's like well you said that we were cackling hags like that's not nice and this and this and this and i'm like aaron are you the girl who is offended by everything are you that girl don't tell me you're that girl like please don't be that girl because you really don't have to be if it's for the job if it's for work it's just like i'm a real housewife so everything that annoys me that someone does or says i'm gonna bring it up yeah and i kind of like that um I'd rather someone just say the things, like make it a joke. Like Sai is like, oh, I'm making sure to have dinner for everyone so that they don't talk shit about me behind my back. And Aaron's like, like Literally. <laughs> She's like, yeah, like me. So she was the one that. who left that fridge empty. So <laughs> learn how to host. 
learn how to host. She definitely like if food is priority, y'all. No, it truly food, is. Like, it, if and the I'm the food kind of sucks. I'm gonna talk that. about your ass. Right, like I'm a, a grazer, so like I don't really need a ton of food at an event. Like I just need booze. <laughs> but I, I need drinks and snacks. Food because booze with no food is drunk ass people. Yeah, I exactly. <laughs> like it's gonna get messy. It's gonna get real dirty. <laughs> <laughs> real honey listen once so i get that champagne food. flowing sipping on that tequila it's over <laughs> so the the ladies they like i guess decide like okay brain we love you but now we're gonna like talk about jessel yeah <laughs> and basically they think she's rude and that she needs to fuck her husband and that's like that's just like basically i it. mean where's the lie so like you're rude They're... you're rude <laughs> So I mean, I, here's like, the thing. I feel like is she rude? Yes. Is she mean? Is she evil spirited? No. No, she's not like going out of her way to be mean. She's just Jessel, and you just take her, take her as she is. You either like her or you don't. She's yes. kind of falls in that um, what category? Like, uh. Where would I put her? I don't know where I'd put her. I would put her in like a um not like a Jill Zarin, but like what a I was about to say Cynthia, but no, I would put Jenna Lyons in the Cynthia category. Yeah, I would put Jenna Lyons in the Cynthia category. Like is very messy, but it's like old enough and nice enough that you don't realize that she's actually stirring the pot and like yeah. bringing things into it. <laughs> So anyway, they move on from that. Jessel invites Aaron to coffee and Aaron assumes that Jessel wants to apologize. Now, this is so fucking funny. This is such a New York City thing. So they sit down. They're about to get something to drink. And Aaron's like, oh, my God, I love this place. It's my favorite thing. And now I realize Jessel lives in Chelsea, not Tribeca. And she goes, oh, yeah, this neighborhood's like up and coming. It's like, you know, and Aaron's like, Aaron's like the look on um, her face. She's it's like, been here. Um what it's like the most expensive like area code and not that that matters but i'm like clearly it does matter like you, you it does matter to her like if we're talking numbers because she's very factual like she's that girl who will be like i will get on fucking google and i will prove this to you that i'm right and you're wrong so <laughs> real estate so it, it does matter a lot to that world i think because she's like sweetie do you know how many people want to live in this neighborhood and cannot? Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm going to say is this, Aaron, you're one of those girls that say that you're going to go out East. You're one of those girls that like, you have to say how expensive something is for it to have value. I don't know if I love that. And Tribeca is not an up and coming neighborhood, Jessel. No, it is very established. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, doesn't like, don't like a lot of celebrities live over there anyways tons of celebrities live there it's very very rich um it's definitely like one of those neighborhoods where you feel like oh i live in new york city not like you know you don't have to really like take the train anywhere you can walk it's very accessible it's like a cab ride everywhere it's kind of like for well i i'm just gonna say this because i know she didn't live in tribeca but it's kind of like sex in the city when you see carrie walk out of her apartment and she's just walking and you know doing her thing out in that show 
a lot of the times they would hang out in Tribeca and Soho because it's just like in like meatpacking. It's just like that very quintessential New York. And a lot of the old buildings are great for rich people because then you can convert it like Aaron into these like three-story structures. That's why like Soho, yeah. tri- you know, all of those big old warehouse buildings that are now apartments, people, yeah. that's like a very Tribeca. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Aaron was pissed about that comment. You could tell she was. Aaron like, was so just. Dist- I've never seen anybody so like <laughs> triggered. Like Luann getting like on the third level triggered. Like, like getting the room triggered. She's like, "Are you insulting Tribeca?" <laughs> and I know like, that kind of my like, city. Like, her identity is like the clothes she wears, the neighborhood she lives in, the schools that her. And like she, she gives the she gives the essence of being laid back, but she's really wound up tight. She is no, she is. I I called it from the jump, like just her lifestyle. Like in the first episode when she's explaining who she was, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, okay, so we're gonna have to take that to stick out of your ass a little bit, out of your old booty hole for a little bit, you know. This is another example of that because I'm like Tribeca is not the best neighborhood in New York City. I, I, come for me, whatever. Say what you want. Say what you want. What's Here's what the, would you say is the best neighborhood in your opinion? I really don't think there is a best neighborhood because everyone is different. Everyone has different sensibilities and things they like. Okay. And yeah. In New Yorkers is a millionaire, so it's not like it's about like money. Yeah. When you think about restaurants, nightlife accessibility by foot just for me being able to drive out west village okay like being able to just like hop in your car get on the west side highway and get out of the city um never having to take the train ever if you don't want to living in the west village like you really like okay. you walk to 42nd street you could walk to brooklyn um it was right there walk to brooklyn but you could do it um so- let's open her her peeps do that okay Okay. So like for me, just out of all the neighborhoods that I've like, because I never really lived in the village, but when I first started dating Will, he had an apartment on um, West 3rd Street. So was a lot of time there. And I personally, like, I loved it. Me as an old lady, I'm an Upper West Side girl. Like I, my last apartment was like across the, the lanes from Bryn. Um, and I prefer that. Like I prefer wide streets, big sidewalks, mm-hmm. the park. Mm-hmm. The wind blows. You want to see things. Yeah, I want to put on my like Birkenstock and like a pullover and be and like still feel like a little bit chic. Tribeca is not the neighborhood where you're like, like you're running from the soul cycle to your apartment so that no one sees you because it's like, oh God, this is not chic. Oh no, I can't live there. I can't live there. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Um, no, no. yes, it, and it's way too expensive. It's like, girl, I could have three apartments on 95th in columbus for the price of your one bedroom studio and try back that and i can hear people now being like oh it's so not chic living up that far oh. so not chic oh my god 50th i'm like okay whatever <laughs> it is such like a whole different world man like that's so cool it's totally pointless <laughs> it's totally pointless i don't get it a closet in the bronx you are paying more than everyone else in america for your housing you know, you, like you should feel about yourself. It's like if I can just afford any apartment in New York City, I can afford a home and a mortgage in Ohio. So, oh yes, you can easily buy you and your boyfriend, you and your fiance. My bad, 
Um, you guys can easily buy a nice plot of land, build a nice fat ass mansion, probably for what you would pay rent in Tribeca, literally. Oh my god, you could have pasture land in acres upon acres. Yes, acres on acres on acres, bro. Like for real. Like for real. So they so Jessel and Aaron start to kind of talk after Aaron's so offended. They start to talk about kind of like the Hamptons and Jessel is being a bit defensive. I'm not gonna lie. She's kind of like Bitch, leave me alone. <laughs> She's always been, she was defensive this whole time. She was defensive in the Hamptons. And I know everyone's sick of talking about the Hamptons, but that's what. <laughs> Why do you think that she's so defensive? Do you think it's just like a personality thing or like? I think it's something deeper because she, I think she's insecure with herself. And I, she has mentioned that. Um, I think she's not secure in who she is as a person because I feel like she is in that um, conflict of like being being a mother, being a wife, but also she wants to be that career woman and she's just kind of not really finding her footing, hence why she's acting the way she's acting. Like why she, why she threw that temper tantrum at um, Jenna and why she's getting defensive and wanting to go home and do things like yeah yeah i guess yeah. I didn't think about it that way i kind of just thought about it yeah she's like, like she's fighting herself on like who she really is and i think there's some deeper shit going on there too yeah i mean i think it's like when you think about like Sai and jenna and mm-hmm. specifically coming into this housewives it's like they are very established like yeah. without the show and to be quite honest with you i wouldn't know who jessel was without the show so well, I, don't I don't know how she might be feeling i didn't know who aaron was i didn't know who bren was so you know jessel girl just take a deep breath maybe like go down to the bodega get one of those pre-rolls yes, get a pre get it up i know you're not breastfeeding anymore it's been two years so it's like you, you know, you just need to relax. You're gorgeous. You're stunning. So, um, and I'm going to talk about how Jessel like really needs to chill because her event that she threw was gorgeous and amazing. And she had all the power players beautiful. in fashion there. Like, mm-hmm. Relax. Like you're doing great. Yeah. Like she's already cool. Like if she would just chill out and just fuck her husband, I feel like she would be fine. And then I would move her to the category of Cynthia. (laughs) (laughs) But right now she is, I don't know where I'd put her, but. Well, because I think that she would be a great pot stirrer, but she needs to be happy at home first. You can't be like stirring the pot out of like, you know. Out of spite because you're pissed at your husband. Yeah. Or you have like unresolved issues at home. So. The ladies kind of talk. So Bryn, Sai, and Aaron meet up before Jessel's event. They kind of talk about it. It's really nothing major. But um, before that, Jenna Lyons, they make a pit stop at Jenna Lyons, like um, her, her uh, what is it called? Her storage. At my wife's apartment. Yeah. Oh my God, her storage. Huh? Mary Jenna. <laughs> I want to marry her so bad. Listen, her and Sue Bird just do it for me. Like they're just gorgeous women, and I've never been with a woman, but that, yeah, that would be the one. That'll be the one. She definitely has that like non-binary, like masculine, feminine, like gender fluid 
energy. It's I hot. It's like she can put on a good pair of heels and have a good night. And then she'll just like put on a pair of jeans and her gym shoes. And I'm like, mm. yeah, mm. it's the like Air Force One, like Nike dunks that I'm like, ooh, Jenna, what's happening here? So she's selling her old shit. And I just had to make mention of that because I may buy stuff from Jenna's closet. <laughs> so does she have like an, is it like an Instagram or does she have like a, like, how does she go about selling her stuff? Yeah, I think she has like a Depop or like an LTK or whatever it is. A Poshmark, real, real. <laughs> if you will, I think she has one of those. Um, She just, she and I have the same sort of like, she's like tall and lanky like me. So I feel like I can hear. You guys are probably the same height too. How tall are you? She's like tall, but I, I don't, people don't think I'm tall because boy, but they, but I feel like, yeah, she's probably, I'm 5'11", so she probably is. Okay. Yeah, you're tall. Like I'm five nothing, so everybody's tall to me. But <laughs> I'm five um, so yeah, no, Jessel's event. They, they the ladies go to Jessel's event. They're having fun. It's a great event. Like it's like it is pretty great. Um, yeah. Then um Aaron arrives and Jessel kind of does what she probably should have done at coffee, which was be like, listen, don't want to fight with you. Glad you're here. Let's move on. Like that would have been easy. <laughs> been squashed a long time ago you could have just walked in like hey. like no she jessel jessel seems like the kind of person who is easily overwhelmed yes like i don't i don't see her lasting she uh, cannot handle stress well no it doesn't look good on her so <laughs> just, it, look great on it her. makes me stressed it looks great on her and the guest list looks great on her but um yeah, no, mm -hmm. stress does not look great on her. We leave, yeah. ladies, though. Um, Bran is, like, coming for Jenna about staying at home and doing Christmas tree with her son instead of coming to the party. Or I guess, really, instead of just saying, like, I'm going to go do Christmas stuff with my kid. Yeah. I'm like, this is a filler episode. You don't really care about that. <laughs> like, Bran, you know what? Jenna Lyons is going to do what Jenna Lyons wants to do. All right. That's, I think that's what End these ladies said. <laughs> end of story. Like, that's it. Like End of story. She's just going to do what she's going to do. That's the end of it. She's not going to fight with you. She's. <laughs> and it was a little event. She had a little event at her house with her god kids and her son. Yeah. Like, let her, leave her be. Let her decorate the tree. Bryn, if you're hating, just say it. Like. like well, she did. She was like, if it was me, it would have been like, you're out partying, you're out doing that. But that's what you would be doing, though, Bryn. Yeah. You don't have kids. You, do, you don't have a. Like, had a great have... time. Which live. I know you're going to edit this out, but like, I looked at you talking. I was that wasn't to be mean though that's just like you're going like you're you don't you know you don't have anyone to come home to basically yeah you're not coming home to anyone you're probably coming home to like a little dog but like yeah which we girl really like hop off her ass don't mom shame her <laughs> yeah just leave her be and also like jenna has like an adult child like he's not an adult yet but you know when they become teenagers it's like you need to use the time yes they are willing to hang out with you wisely wisely because they're just not going to be home for no reason 
for no reason. And so the episode ends there and they um are previewing next week, which is going to be spicy because it's like Aaron's vow renewal, which is basically her wedding because she like never really had a wedding. And look, it's a little flirty, Miss Brynn. It's a little flirty. Mm-hmm. I am that way with my friends. I'm not going to lie to you, but they don't, they don't, you know, like there's an understanding. It's like my, and I would never do that to like my friends, like Aaron, like you'd have to yeah. know. Social cues. Like <laughs> you, you have to know who to fuck with like that. Yeah. That wasn't a good move on earth. That was not, that was like brand. You got to know who to fuck with like that. And this makes me, this is so funny. This makes me think of the Montgomery brawl. Because I just want everybody to know you got to know who to fuck with like that. Literally fuck around and find out. Like find out some folding chairs and let's just let's just have a moment of of silence for our ancestors who had to be sold on the chopping block over there to that damn same bay where them motherfucking hoes had to get their ass whooped real quick. Amen. Amen. That is just something that I had to mention, and I also had to mention something that needs to gotta know who you fucking with so simone had shared this i don't know if she shared it from bravo's housewives or if you shared it from your personal instagram but there is this new trend of sorority girlies doing these tiktok dances oh you did you watch it on my story on my regular instagram on your story but then i started seeing it everywhere after that and i was like this is not right yes so this doing swag surf so i don't know okay so do you have hbo max Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. okay so there's a documentary out about like white sororities and how they're rushes white southern college so i know about like the five muse i know about y'all hoes the tri-delts sigma kai sigmachi never seen a black or asian another nobody in those all y'all white (laughs) it is a cult you guys are psychotic white women and i'm terrified to go there um but but there's a documentary out and it like follows all these like girls like going through the process of it and it's just like it's insane what these girls go through wow who actually left she got into find you at the university of alabama Ooh. Oh, and she left she actually published a personal essay about it several years later okay you um, need to send that to me yeah i actually have to find it but her name is laura Ducier. you can find her on um, instagram as l Ducier l-d-o-u-c-i-e-r-e she is now a lighting designer pivot hard pivot she used to be an actor girly with me but she um She's like uh-huh. a talented lighting designer. If you're going to Burning Man this year, you are going to see her work, her installation. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I have heard a story. We also had at my university, Elon University in North Carolina, we had a black woman of m- of much wealth and prestige. She intentionally got herself into FIMU and like became vice president or president and like was really implementing change in the sorority because it was like it i mean ours at elon was like the richest girls on campus they yeah. had one plus size girl one asian girl maybe mm-hmm. everybody blonde and like three brunettes 
So you guys, let just y'all let us know what y'all think about these videos because it's giving animation. Yes. It's giving Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, those robot ladies sitting <laughs> on the, the porch, like you know, short circuiting. And they're just like, um, like I don't even, I don't even know what they're doing. They are on campus living life. They truly are. These white girls are thriving. It's like white girl summer this year, they honestly. Are, they are having their cake. They are eating it too. They are going to Paris for spring break. They are going to see Taylor Swift together. They've seen Eras tour twice already. Twice already. They went to Scottsdale for a bachelorette party. <laughs> oh my God, that is so specific. They went to Scottsdale. Scottsdale, Arizona. That's where if you white know. girls go. Yeah. God damn it. They went to Scottsdale. Scottsdale. That's like the new thing. It's not that new. Oh, I know it's not new, but that's what these oh, little white that, girls are doing. For the college girls, they're like, oh my God, have you ever? Scottsdale is so cute. Scottsdale is so cute. We have to go. <laughs> Go. so freshman year we're gonna go to panama city beach sophomore yes. year we're gonna go to scottsdale and junior year we're gonna go to nashville and then senior year we're gonna go to lbi long beach island yeah y'all don't get mad at me y'all hoes who do that don't get mad at me because it's true it's true <laughs> it is for spring break you're going to miami or fort myers or Fort yeah, Lauderdale. Not exactly. <laughs> Miami. You're going to go to Fort Myers so that your under 21 um, roommate can drink also on the beach. Yes. In trouble. And it's like right there. Miami's like a, come on. It's cute. Fort La you guys are going to go to Hollywood Beach, Florida, actually. Not quite Miami. <laughs> no, they're going to Disney World. No, they're going to Disney World. <laughs> I actually did a spring break like that. Let me tell y'all, this was a redneck version because everyone that went to school with us was like, we're going to Panama City Beach and then we're going to go to Palm Beach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. come back. We went to St. Petersburg. Then we went to Orlando. <laughs> Go to Tampa next. And then we came back to Elon, North Carolina. It was uh no, we went no, that's not true. Because we, then we went to like a family thing. We went to a wedding in like Flagler. Okay. So none of none exciting. Nothing exciting about any of those places. <laughs> that's hilarious. We go to Disney and do all that. But anyway. Mm -hmm. let's touch on real housewives of atlanta we can do a cute little recap really quick because it wasn't that exciting of an episode there were just some like highlight moments mm -hmm. what did you think overall and what are you feeling this far like thus far in the season see this season could have been something we just don't have the right players yet they're in their flock era right now i'm just saying it because uh -huh. They, if they would just do what Miami did, they'll be fine. Yeah. They would be just fine. So, so one thing that I think is important to note is that Miami then, they came back. Well, they didn't actually. No, you're right. Yeah, because they kept Alexia. They kept yeah. Lisa. They kept Marisol. Like, just keep the hard hitters. Add some new girlies in, like new girlies, like some Gerties, some hard to do though is that like they're out there. You can find people who are super successful and well connected who aren't famous yet. 
Yeah. And I think in Atlanta, if you're thinking about the girls who hang out with Candy, because if y'all follow Candy, y'all know that she went to go see Beyonce two nights of her tour. She, she was with Haley ba- ha- Haley. She, she was Madison. with She had Shamia up in the box, Portia. Everybody was there. So if you're gonna try to do something like that, then I think that there has to be a reboot. Because no, no, it's time. Work. It's time. It's time. Like it worked for New York. There's so many young girlies in Atlanta, like mm-hmm. young rap girlies. Yeah, and, like let's get some rappers. Let's get some models. Let's like let's get some new girl. Okay. Or shit, just like scoop quad. Now, who would you keep and who would you fire? Okay, so I would fire. Listen, I would have a I would have a meeting with Candy. Mm. You're not getting fired. You're not. You're not getting put on pause. But I want to know: Do you want to fucking be here and do this? <laughs> if so, you will stay. If not, I'll be okay if she goes. Honestly, I I wouldn't be upset. I think- uh, I would keep Kenya. Yes. Keep through. Keep um. No, I would that's get Mar. Huh? Is that it? Keep Kenya. Keep Drew. That's it. <laughs> keep Kenya. Keep Drew. Get rid of everybody else. I feel you on that. I feel you on that. It's... I would even. I would keep Kenya. Keep Drew. Bring back Portia. Yes. Bring back Portia. And let's get some girlies, like some young, let's get some like 25, but between like ages like 25 and 35. Yeah, like let's get some, like let's get some size. I know they're out there. Like let's get they're some. All, I mean, they're in Atlanta, honey, and they live in, like Tierra Monet from Instagram. Bring her on real. Yeah. Influencer like who was there with Candy in Candy's box at the Beyonce show. Thank who you. I for her like beauty and like, oh my God, she's amazing. But like, I know these girls. I follow them. I love the fashion influencers, so I know that they're out there. Like, let's just find them. They just need to do what Miami did. I feel like Miami set the tone for reboots. If that's what we're going to do, let's do it across the board. Maria. So the episode starts with Drew and Allison preparing for Drew's mental health event. And I'm mm-hmm. so happy that Allison is here for Drew because we obviously in the present day know that Drew was really about to need her family because shit's about to hit the fan. Sanya announces her pregnancy to her husband in a very cute way. That was really cute. Really cute. Like she's freaking out. He's very excited. Like he's lost for words. It's so cute. And then we are destroyed and ripped away from our joy because we have to follow Drew and Ralph Pittman on a fucking date. Uh, you deserve Lunchables. Like <laughs> he is such an idiot. He is. He truly is. They do not like each other. No, they they are only together probably because the sex is good. That's probably I it. Tell you something, how you can read my mind because when I was looking at them, I was like, y'all put up with so much shit from the one and another because you guys are really attracted to each other yes and i know that like you forgive him a lot because he's putting that dick down your throat yes but, he be... ugh, they don't have any chemistry like when she no. says to him 
I can't change you. I can't force you. And I'm damn sure not going to mother you. That right there like, says divorce. Yeah. I was like, she's done with him. She when 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 a woman, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell you mm-hmm. something out there. Because y'all want to act like the, the queens and the gays don't have the advice. I all I hang out with is women. So if anybody you understands guys, women, it's my motherfucking ass. Okay. Yes. Literally. Literally. She's over it. She's done. She's done. She's ready to go have some fun. Listen, I would love to see a single Drew. I feel like she would be fun. I feel like she would be so cute. I feel like she's Let's not get it twisted. Thriving. She's going to go ahead and take that alimony. Because y'all, here's the thing. We can talk shit about Ralph, but he's not broke. I know. And he's sexy as fuck. He's just great. He's been mom for like six six or seven years, y'all. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) so that alimony might be a cute little piece of alimony coin exactly i hope they don't have a prenup either right well i think they do have a prenup actually or am i getting mixed up with lenny and lisa because let's just take speaking of miami oh they don't have a prenup their prenup shit information came out oh it did and he's gonna he's an idiot because he's gonna now lose money he should have never argued with her he should have just gave her a bit a little piece of change mm-hmm. walk on by as Dion Warwick would say he just let her walk on by because she's about to she's gonna clean him out it's Florida yes yes and my thing is if he wanted to be smart about this he should have just bought an apartment for himself he would have been like i'm packing my shit up i'm leaving keep it whatever by now would have already been divorced by now but he's yeah mean and it would have been done so yeah anyway this conversation between ralph and drew is very very infuriating he definitely gives off the vibes that like he's never no one ever really checks him like he says these like big like broad stroke statements and then he just expects people to accept what he says is fact because when drew is like wait what are you talking about he's like oh i'm drunk i'm drunk i'm like no you just talk shit oh, telling the truth you, you you're just an ass like you're yeah. dick <laughs> <laughs> like, an ass. like you're just an asshole like it's see that's why ralph he just doesn't know social cues he doesn't like he just can't <laughs> and i put in my notes i was like he makes money and that's his contribution and that's all he wants. He he truly thinks because when Drew's like, so I'm gonna be gone for 10 days working. Mm-hmm. Okay. For any person who's a professional actor, 10 days is not a long time to have to leave yeah. to work. And his response was basically like, Well, I don't know how we're gonna make that work because he's like, You're just now getting booked and busy. I've been booked and busy. Ralph, first of all, let me cuss you the fuck out real quick, motherfucker. Everybody's been booked and busy. Let's let's get on the eye. Bless before you came into the picture and you made her sit her ass down by knocking her up and putting that dick in her. Literally. Like, do we have to get on IMDb? Because we will. We will. We will. We will. I will be like Tamara. Let's pull it up. Because if a motherfucker did that to me, if I make the sacrifice, if my man did that to me, I make the sacrifice to to take my ass out of my workplace, out of my environment. And you don't have to. And to fucking stand in the gut but support you because I'm I'm I am down to do it. The acting game, it doesn't matter how big you get, it is 
it's it's not something that you can rely on. It's not consistent. Yeah. You be in a blockbuster movie one year and not make another hit movie for five years, 10 years. Mm-hmm. So you can go from a million dollar lifestyle and then you're making thousand dollar coins. So I understand, yes, Ralph, your job is a priority because it's consistent. Finance, yeah. that industry, it's always going to be there. Yeah. But what you're not going to do is when I pop out and I start, you know, hitting big, now you want to be like, well, you, you've never been booked. No, I could have been booked if I would have not had two kids and you were talking about my body. I done fucked up my body having babies. Right. Child, I would have had to cuss him the fuck Y'all, don't laugh. No, he Y'all laughing already. <laughs> he needs to be slapped. He needs to be hit because, like, obviously. Don't laugh at me. That should have me in my fucking feelings because, listen, Drew Sedora was the, the queen. She was that teen girl. Oh, yes. Who we were seeing everywhere. He was in Step Up, okay? She was in Step Up. With Channing Tatum? Yeah, Step Up. Okay. There was only two actual Black women cast in what? Three. There was three Black women cast in White Chicks with roles. And she was one of them. Drew Zadora was one of them. And she was like 23. And she was like... She's hella young. Do not disrespect Drew. Now, y'all can say that she's over here at the Real Housewives of Atlanta acting. That's fine. You can. She's not. I feel like she's a good addition. I always liked her when she started. I I still like her. I think that we're never not talking about her, and that's what we need in the housewife. And that's the point. (laughs) Shit. Okay. Keep making coin. If that's all you can do, keep doing that, and just prepare to cut Drew a check every month. For the next five years. <laughs> and, don't be, and don't be crying and boohooing and being a dick. Yeah. It don't matter what you can be a dick all you want. You're going to have to do it. Because you're not Marcus. Yes. You actually have coin in the bank. Oh, don't even get me started on that. Go ahead. Because we're moving don't. on to Kenya's at dinner. Candy and Shamia show up. They're having a little lunch. And honestly, Kenya slay, girl. This is like a ladies lunch that I would die yes. to invite to. Yes. Noise. Because... She's fabulous. I love Penny Moore. But I need to talk talk to some damn sense into her. Yes. Because I feel like I talked about this before. I don't think she, one, needs to have another baby. Two, needs to get back with Mark. Three, she just needs to move the fuck on. Totally. She just needs to move on. Yeah, she needs to be able to say, I have this gorgeous child. Mm-hmm. And good, you know, I don't want to push my luck. Yeah. And, she, and she's just trying to keep it together. And because my thing is, like, when you go, I forget which season was it, when she was in the car with Sheree and um phaedra and she was they were with sheree's dude at the time Mm. and he was you he was like being shitty and kenya like reached over to sheree because she started crying because he was being psychotic Mm. right so i'm my thing is if it was reversed and mark was sitting there and she started crying and she wants all this stuff with her. Like, I feel like that would just give her some perspective. Cause I'm like, girl, you deserve the world and some, ch- and like more. Like, you have so much potential and stop fucking with these trashy ass dudes. I just don't like people who, when they have friends, 
they expect the world from their friends. They want their girlfriends to be like exemplary, like A plus friends, but then you let your man walk all over you. Exactly. It's weird. But you let your man treat you like a damn dog. That's but like you're gonna get mad at me because I showed up late to your event. <laughs> one event I showed up late. You show up to every event late. Now I posted about this exactly. in my threads, and it, this is Kenya all day. Mm-hmm. The kind of people who want you on time, who will call your phone fifty eleven times and be like, "Why aren't you here? Why aren't you here?" Are the main people who are late for everything. Every damn thing. Everything damn thing and guess what i'm that bitch and i'm i'm trying to fix it i really am because my boyfriend calls me out for this all the time he's like you're like 20 minutes so late and i get and i get yelled at because i don't have my shoes on <laughs> girl I'm like well, yes. maybe that's why you like kenya so much because y'all was in the damn same <laughs> <laughs> but, but it's just awesome to see her talk about how she wants another kid and like i'm here's my thing Ugh, I don't know. I'm not I straight. Child. I don't get the like biological child thing. Like, just adopt a kid if you want a kid that bad. Just go adopt you one. Literally, she can go fly somewhere, get it, and come right back. Thank you. Like, you can do all of these things without putting your life at risk. And then also, like, yes, Shadina is a great surrogate, but Shamia baby is still in the ICU right now. She is sick as a dog still, and I don't enjoy Shamia traveling and all this shit while her baby's sick but that's for another conversation i'm not, I'm not putting my mouth on it because i don't have no baby i don't have babies but i do i will be talking about it <laughs> exactly i don't have kids i do take care of them i do teach them i yeah i, I do have some two I, cents I, that i will say that off <laughs> She needs to take that into consideration. And Shamia's ass sitting there being like, yeah, I say go for it. Yes, have another baby. I'm like, Shamia. No, Shamia you're the last person I'm taking advice from. <laughs> Girl, Shamia, we're not doing that. Because also, like, you, like, Shamia, no. Everybody don't have the luxurious fucking, it's like when Chelsea loves Connie on Selling Sunset. It's like, I've got nannies at my house. Everybody can't afford a nanny and retainer like you. Oh, but um, I feel like Shamia and Portia definitely plotted how to get Simon. Oh, duh. Yes, they definitely had drinks and they had her dude there. And they were like, okay, how are we going to do this, guys? I don't hate Portia. But yeah. And being a sneaky link right away to that man. If she says the story the way she said it, yes i don't mind that i feel like i wish she would just own up to it just be like <laughs> i feel like what she's what she's owned up to is bad enough yeah like this man well we watched her show seconds you creep into his dms and the only reason why you know him is via his wife yes yeah, that's a little bit thoughty okay it is what it is y'all next we're here for it <laughs> i mean I'm just here for it because listen, she was with Cordell and he was a piece of shit. Oh, he's um, I think I'm gonna have ask Cordell if I can go to strip club. Like ask, she ask. put on she, she put on a performance at that reunion because she knew she was gonna get back. God bless her. I mean 
She's now in a different space. And here's the thing, y'all. Let's let's just be let's talk about marriage and what it really means and and the reason why marriage is an institution. We have made it a love thing. We've made it about sharing your life with someone and being in love. Marriage was not about that. Marriage was about you got 50 cows. I got a son. You got a daughter. I want to expand my land. Let's get these. I'm going to give you some cows. Stop acting like y'all stop. And also, here's the thing. If you want to marry for love, do that. Yes. Portia might be in love with her life. She may not need to 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 have a man with with you know six pack abs because listen, bitch, I don't either. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't either. You can pull that belly up and do some things, baby. Yes. Okay, I don't give a damn. Thing Because let's be honest, I've had the Ford models who come over to my house and be a starfish like Uba. And I'm like, damn, your ass, you're too big for me to be having to lift your ass up and flip you over like a mattress. Mm-mm, no, ma'am. <laughs> it's too much. So it's different strokes for different folks. I think that's something in our culture that we do is like everyone wants to like the same thing. It's like Barbie's great, isn't it? It's like you don't have to like it because your friend liked it. Yeah. You don't have to go see it because everybody's seeing it and it's making all this money. So it was just really interesting to see now. You don't have to be with an African. It's so good. <laughs> because let's be honest, Portia clearly likes a man who was thick and juicy. Because Dennis was a thick and juicy man. And that's my... People was talking uh, about... Dennis him. was my favorite. Dennis was my favorite too. Now, I would have had to cuss him out about a few things I would have. But Dennis is still in love with her. Well, I think she still might be in love with Dennis too. But here's the thing. I know. I know me... I'm in my 30s. I'm in a place in my life and I don't even have a child. I'm mm-hmm. not doing this back and forth with you. And if it's another motherfucker who is ready to get on and who is ready to actually do what he needs to do. Yeah. Good Let's go. Yeah. It's been real. Because, you know, Dennis had a few coins. So, like, listen. Them hot dogs. She was in that kitchen. Oh, she was in that back kitchen. <laughs> My podcast is literally just like a wiener discussion. It's like, let's talk about dicks. Um, It's a conversation between the three of them, Shamia, Candy, and Kenya. And then the conversation kind of goes to a place that I love because they start speaking about Sheree's birthday dinner. Now, Sheree had a birthday dinner. She did not invite everyone from the group. That's her prerogative, whatever. But her karma... Is that then her man, who was here's the thing. Ooh, this would if I found this out, I would cuss my man out up and down, mainly because motherfucker, you got money. Uh-huh. Now, what you're not gonna do is sit down at a dinner, a very small dinner, by the way. It's only six people. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna flex in front of them, pay the bill, and then turn around later and send a cash app request. I will literally, I would slap the shit out of my boyfriend. That is so embarrassing. It's just high school. Like, I haven't had to deal, like, what? Are you joking me? Here's the thing, Martell. You talk all this shit. You're No. You're on your show talking shit. You in the press talking shit. You, you, you're really making yourself out to be a motherfucking asshole 
on the Real Housewives of Atlanta because let's be real, it's what it's maybe like a hundred thousand people watching you on Love and Marriage. Nobody watches that as much as people talk about. Oh, my thing is, you thought that you were going to do that on Bravo and they weren't going to talk about it. What kind of chump ass? We're going to talk about your ass. We talk about everything. We talk about everybody. We're the Dave Chappelle of reality TV. Everybody gets crap to talk about. We got smoke for everybody. So it's really disheartening to hear that for Sheree because it's like, damn girl, you really don't know how to pick them. But it was like, I don't like Martell. Huh? It's great for me though, because I don't like Martell. Oh no, he's trash. No, he's gross. Like, dirty dog ass motherfucker. Jesus. And cheap. I can't believe. And and my thing is like he has abuse allegations out about him like but you know what i give sheree grace with that because like let's be honest allegedly she didn't bob used to fucking choke her ass out he said it in the car he was like i don't know if i can remember but so a lot of times like people they they find themselves I'm not gonna say that they, they, they go looking for it because a lot of y'all would say that. I think that they just find themselves in these situations. They're just doing like a little bit better of what they know because they think, oh, I have a type. I like this kind of thing. No, you are you a vicious cycle, sweetie. That's what you ran. You're in a vicious cycle. So it really, it truly is. And it's sad. You, you, making, you want the ladies to split. Here's my thing, too it's a bunch of ladies. Yes, and we talk. Okay we talk (laughs) it's just a lot of shit that you talk about being a man and what a man's supposed to be you don't want your kids around faggots and you don't want your kids around punks and stuff well he's being a punk sending that cash app like the fuck the punk ass bitch doing this literally he's doing what gays would have came over and bought her dinner and wouldn't thought twice about it that's the thing that y'all that's maybe that's why y'all don't like us so much because y'all know we Mm -hmm. we actually we got the queen. So anyway, they yeah, go, like, right? Because that's a whole other conversation. They go to um Todd's table read for his movie, and it looks promising. Like it looks like it could be good. Oh, Todd! I didn't realize Drew was like the lead of it, but oh, you go, girl. Listen, the bitch can act. Like she's not bad. And so can Candy. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, it's good. So then we go to Drew's mental health event. The location, here's the thing about Drew. She has great taste. Like, her home is gorgeous. All of her events are, like, it's never in a strip mall, Karen Huker. It's (laughs) never giving, like, Onyx Strip Club in Charlotte, North Carolina. So I'm happy for the location. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm happy about her sister, her sister's story. Her story arc is forming, and I like that. Yeah, I love that. Ralph, wreck it, Ralph <laughs> shows up, and it's like Drew is like a cousin of his. Oh, he was like, Oh, hey, I was like, That shit would have pissed me off. I would have snatched my boyfriend's collar, dragged his ass out, and be like, Who the fuck you think you're talking to? Hey, right, like, what's going on? Let alone my husband treating me that way. No. Don't come. Don't. Here's my thing. Don't come to my event to see other people. Exactly. Cousin Courtney, like, bye. 
fine. I don't care if you're mad at me. I'm your wife, nigga. <laughs> wife, nigga. <laughs> you need to show me some goddamn me love. Put some respect on my name. So the event <laughs> overall without Ralph's yeah. involvement is great. They do drop it with Drew. Mm-hmm. And then Marlo tries to look up the website. It's 404, not found. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, they do a meditation. Would have, that would have been my favorite part. I would have been candied, just like sitting there crying. Like, I just love mm-hmm. this introspective moment. And Ralph never- out there flirting with bitches. The lady came up to him. She's like, Oh, you look good. You look nice. What? Like, they're done. Their relationship is dead. D E A D, dead. It's dead. It's gone. I just can't. So then Heath's fine ass. Mm. He's talking to Ralph outside on the patio. Wow, they're having a little conversation. And he's like, yeah, what's going on with this like lawsuit thing? <laughs> no big deal or anything. About, they will ask you a question just to give you advice that they just wanted to give you advice about. Yeah, literally. And that they're is like, yeah, I want to talk to you about that. Um... <laughs> So by the way, you should you need to stop having so many people in your house. You have too many people coming in your house. <laughs> like, that's what he is. like what the fuck? <laughs> oh my god, it's so funny. Heath, let me tell you something about Heath. Heath is fun. Heath is fun. He is from he, you can hear that joke. Like, ooh. He looks like he looks like your fiance. He does. He gives that vibe. My man, my man, because Heath is a little bit younger than my man, but my man, I'm like, let me tell you, honey. Yes, he's handsome. My man, my man, my man, bitch. My man <laughs> is almost 60 motherfucking years old. This is what y'all don't understand. My man is old. Yes. And y'all walking around here with 42-year-olds, 37-year-old men who look... <laughs> my man is shitting on y'all motherfucking men, honey. He is. He truly is. I asked, Baby, I love you. I'm sorry, but... <laughs> Botox for the, um, for the wedding. And he was like, no, no Botox. I'm like, you're almost 60. Like, a little Botox would be fine. Just do a little something. Like, a well, little no, tweak. I think he he doesn't realize that he'll do it. And he'll be like, oh, damn. I look like I'm, I'm 36 again. <laughs> no, I'm 36 again. I'm fresh. I rock with it. Hey, my boyfriend started dyeing his um beard. So he's, how old is he? 34. So he starts, so he's graying now. And I was like. I let it happen. I know, I love it. Hot to me. I mean, my man didn't have any gray hair in his beard when we met. None. Mm-hmm. And he's he's salt he's fully salt and pepper now. Like he's he's that so hot. It's just uh it is what it needs to give, honey. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes, it is something cold, about like Sheree like said, old and cold. You wish it looked like this. <laughs> so anyway, they are sitting down after they do their like primary events yeah. and they're having a meal up until this point everything has been great like there's been no drama here goes Sheree bringing up the lawsuit with the chef person so you have outside Heath and Ralph talking about it and then now you have inside Sheree talking about it with Drew and then that opens up a whole can of worms because then I don't even know how we got to this Mm-hmm. They start talking about Portugal and the this bitch comment thing with Courtney's like, and you and and then Manetta, I was like, Manetta, why did you have to do this? Oh, Manetta. Manetta's that friend when you're just like, 
you're like, damn, it's like you're not wrong, but like, why? Uh, like, I know you're trying to be loyal, but when is the where's the line when you're just being blindly like just defending yeah, someone, just being like tit for tat? Because it really seemed like a thing where she was like, "Well, you said this," and it's like, "Oh, yeah. God, please, let's." Mm hmm. This was a good event. Like y'all are. It really was a good event. A lot happened. I was really true. No, Drew really like her hosting skills are not bad. She did a good job. I'm telling you, she's her character arc is finally forming because everybody was like, "I think Drew's annoying. I think she's blah blah blah." And I'm like, "What? I think she's funny." People just want her to be like really, 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 really real like really really authentic and i'm like no like no that's not true though she's an actress yeah like we can't (laughs) everything's everything's a thing it's gonna be like myself yeah it's spruced up yeah like she can come in one day and wear a wig and just be like hey so then we get um sanya telling everyone at the party that she's pregnant she's wearing a t-shirt that says i'm pregnant they take a selfie she then sends the photo to everyone whatever 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 um we end the episode though hot shit because dr ken brings his ass over to drew's house and it's basically like drew being like i can't force ralph to get help but i can get help myself so i'm gonna help myself that's healthy see that's how you know they're both just on different pages the divorce is coming i think everybody i feel like everybody was just waiting for the divorce to start happening and then they'll be like oh it's gonna be a good season i just feel like everybody had their hopes up for that to happen yeah who knows we might get we might get a few hot takes in the next like few weeks that really just change the game and it's like oh damn yeah because Drew is about to get divorced. We're going to see her running, speed chasing, speed racer. over Literally, Olympic sprinting. She is going to be, she is channeling Sonya. Yeah, she's going to be channeling Sonya. She is running that 400 time. <laughs> oh, we'll just have to see what happens. Her, 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 Drew's therapy session with her, it was sad. It is. It, you can tell that she's just truly broken and she's hurt. Yeah, she's hurt. She's had enough. But this is why, and like, not me being an old ass lady, be like, this is why you don't marry somebody after only dating for six months. You know? Listen, you don't know a person. People think you know a person, but it's like, do you? I think there's one thing to have a whirlwind romance and to be smitten and in love and all of that. I believe it. Yes, it's real. Somebody having kids with somebody. There's so much more that goes into that than just being in love. I'm sorry. I know. There's more things. You guys have to actually like know how to have a conversation together. Yeah. And then, and, and like approach change and like understand that you're mm-hmm. going to agree on everything. You know, I just think there's a lot of things that go into marriage. Yeah. And um, that a lot of people just, they don't really understand. Like it's really a business. It's such a business contract. Yes. Such a like, you know, your husband can go into your bank account and it's- like, Yeah, and like their debt becomes your debt, so- You know what I'm saying? Like, I you think- You gotta make sure that shit's in line. 
yeah, they don't take that into consideration. It's just like, but I love him and he'd be digging me down because I can guarantee you, Drew met Ralph in LA. He was fine as hell. Mm-hmm. At the club. And he was like, ooh, who that? He's like, I got a good job. Like, you know, you don't got to worry about it. This happened. And, and now seven years later, or yeah, seven years later. He probably played the piano for her. And then that was like, it worked it. For me too. I'm not going to lie, y'all. I'm not going to lie to y'all. That is sexy. No, it it's hot. It's hot. I do like a man who can tickle those ivories. He's cute. Let's not pretend that Ralph Pittman is not cute. No, he's fine. His head's a little wonky, but he's fine. Yes, he does have he does have some wonkiness. Like he is that like you know how the you they have to like roll babies over to form their heads. Oh my god, lol. That's him. I think he was one of those babies. <laughs> I think it's because he works out so much and his like he's not supposed to be so thick. Like he's supposed think to think so. I think his natural physique is definitely like muscular, but I think if he was like five to ten, ten pounds lighter, he wouldn't look so like swollen and weird. Okay. Yeah, that would make sense. But that's just me, you know, whatever. Um No, but he's so sexy. Either way, I'm DTF. <laughs> Even though I will never meet this man ever, you may he you might be in Tampa. (laughs) 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 Might be going down to Tampa to see you know Beyonce. I don't know, but it was an interesting week in the Bravoverse. I did watch the Real Housewives OC. This season, I think Gina is just too much in her feels right now, and it's pissing me the fuck off. Weird. I did laugh this this most recent episode to the point of tears when when Shannon was losing her shit. She goes, "I have normal fights with my boyfriend that paralyzed that me. paralyzed me." <laughs> Same. I said, "Okay, this isn't a Shannon. Day. <laughs> this is the chaotic Shannon that I miss. That's like the white lady bullshit that I missed on that show." I said, "Okay, I will." I will allow it. I will allow it. <laughs> so that's um, our Bravo little weekly recap. And we threw in yeah. some hot topics in there too. I don't want to call it a hot topic. That's so Wendy Williams. But let's like, what do I want to call it? I need to think about it, you guys. Like, what am I? My what is this, honey? You know, B's top five. Brandon's five. Brandon W-I-C-H top five yes um we talked about those things i mean listen if you're in five mu and you're out there dancing in these things i can assure you you will regret it please don't because we're the people that make fun of you so like you're gonna regret it just stop doing it so simone tell the people where they can find you where they can support you yeah so you guys can follow me and my other half Erin um at bravo's house vibes and after this season i'm actually announcing this but we are going to do a rebrand so yeah so make sure you guys stay tuned for that and make sure you guys like follow us on instagram at bravo's house vibes as well and you know give us a follow um yeah and leave a review five stars we need it you guys there's a rebrand to come in mm-hmm. okay let's just keep our eyes pe- our eyes and our ear our ears peeled yes right yes you know don't forget to give me a five-star rating and review as well like it's not gonna hurt it's gonna be great 
We love you all, and we will see you. Yeah. Peace. Bye.